down the bitch gang. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I'm your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan with me, we have Eternal, your playback host. You can always find him there. Make sure you check us out. Watch the games with us on playback. We are going to recap the Miami Heat's 121-114 victory in the first game of the in-season tournament, a new wrinkle that the NBA has uh, added to the season to try to make these regular season games more meaningful. The Heat were starved for a victory. They got one, 121-14. Before we even go further, let's get right into the Rocky Sports Gamer of the Night. And now on Five on the Floor, it's time for the Gamer of the Night, sponsored by Rock Esports Center, the place to eat, drink, and play all day. Host your next birthday party with them. Located at 15305 South Dixie Highway in Palmetto Bay, they've got a 5,500-square-foot state-of-the-art center equipped with all the high-end power. Play all-day passes, available for just 25 bucks. but if you mention five reasons... It's just $20. So mention five reasons or five RSN. You get to play all day for $20. And now, the gamer of the night. Well, Eterno, I think we know who the gamer of the night is. Yeah, Mr. Near Triple Double Tyler Hero um, gave us 24, 11, and 9 in 36 minutes uh, with two steals. 9 of 17, so probably Tyler's best shooting night. Uh, 53% from the field, 4-7 from three, 57% from three, uh, two or two from the line. Um, let's see. And only three fouls. Yeah. Only three fouls. Um, really three good game. Over. Yeah, but it was a really efficient game from Tyler. And if anybody has been keeping up with uh, us, either on playback, um, on a pod or whatever, on Twitter or whatever, that's really the only thing I've really asking for Tyler is this. Play within the game. Um, it'd be efficient, right? Like impact the game more than just scoring. And so this obviously wasn't Tyler's highest scoring game, but his most impactful game of the season, I think. I, I, I agree with you. I think that seeing it within the flow of the offense, seeing possessions where Tyler, Jimmy, and Bam all touched the ball and it ended in positive stuff is it that that's good. We we need to see more of that. There's been too much taking turns particularly as games get late. Uh, We saw Washington try to mount a comeback there for a little bit, but it didn't quite work out. Although the Heat only did win by seven. The game, it appeared, it was more of a blowout than the final score indicates. Jimmy and Bam played good to Eternal. So this is a game where I think Miami can build on the fact that although none of these guys had to play big minutes, they all contributed in in good ways. Uh, We we were talking pre-show. You said this maybe Jimmy's best game of the season. Right. I think you're probably right about that. I mean, as I look, just I'm glancing through his, all, all the rest of his games. If it wasn't the first night with those 13 boards, which is a little bit of a, uh, you know, outlier for a guy like Jimmy, this was a game where he seemed 
the most connected within the offense. It yeah. seemed like him and Tyler flowed best. And then obviously Bam was playing well also. So let's just round out the top of the roster. We've kind of given Tyler his props as the gamer of the night, the Rocky sports gamer of the night. But Jimmy and Bam, what did you like most from those two guys? Man, I just love the activity that we saw from Jimmy, right? Like it, this is the second game in a row where we saw high activity from Jimmy, right? I think that Jimmy is playing himself not necessarily into shape, but just um, into shape mentally, we'll say that, right? Um, and I think, you know, like I said um, on a previous playback, to me, what you see defensively from Jimmy is going to tell you everything. We saw three steals tonight. Uh, we saw a lot of good defense from him. Um, so I think, you know, Jimmy is getting back into his his bag. He was 7-11 from the field, 63%, one or two from the three-point line. Um, and shout out to Bam as well, just kind of setting the tone defensively. He's the anchor. Uh, he's the tone setter. And, you know, he definitely did that. Only three rebounds. It's kind of been a low rebounding season for Bam. But you got 18 solid points from him, 8 of 15 from the field. So, yeah, I think Bam did pretty good tonight. He's having to cover up a lot on defense early. Yeah. They're having him play further away from the basket in certain scenarios defensively. Uh, I think the rebounds will go up as we go. Uh, yeah. Coming into tonight, he was at an eight rebounds average, which I know people probably want to see him up over 10, right? 22 mm -hmm. points a game. Uh, came out tonight, had 18 and four, to your point. I like Bam's floor game. Uh, before we go further, though, um, a couple things I guess we should have led with. One is that it was uh, the debut of the city edition jerseys, the heat culture yeah. jerseys and the heat culture court. And that was a, a shock to the system seeing the red court, but it, it grew on me as the game progressed. And right. This was oh. the other thing eternal. Um, Haywood Highsmith all of a sudden inserted into the starting lineup. Uh, I thought he had a great game in terms of just sheer impact offensively. He hit the shots that were there. Um, mm -hmm. Other than that, there wasn't a ton other than you just, he doesn't make mistakes and he plays steady defense. All right. Am I crazy? I'm going to throw this hot take out there. I said it on playback. And so I'm going to go ahead and put it on record here. Mm -hmm. I think Haywood Highsmith will not relinquish a starting role for the rest of the season, unless they trade for an upgrade at the, you know, the, at, at a forward position. Is that a hot take, or how much are you buying or selling that? I'm interested in your thoughts I on think, Hayward Highsmith well, as long-term starter. I think that it is definitely possible, right? I think Haywood gives you so much. Defensively, um, he's great instinctively on the defensive side. He does the little dirty things. Um, surprisingly, tonight we didn't see any rebounds from him. Um, but you also had Jimmy and Tyler, um, the guards and fours, doing a lot of rebounding. But Haywood normally does a lot of the cleanup job. And so I think, you know, it's not, you know, unreasonable to say that he could start the rest of the season. But I also think there is somebody on the roster that could could possibly take that. And who would that be? Nico, if I'm being honest. If I, if there and, was, yeah. So to that point, let, let, let's, uh, we'll close out this segment here by saying, Spo got to a nine-man rotation tonight, mm -hmm. and he played Thomas Bryant, Jaime Hawkes, Jay Rich, Duncan Robinson. I think everybody expects Jay Rich and Duncan Robinson are going to be two off the bench. 
Right. Kyle's still playing. He played 25 minutes tonight. Was relatively, um, you know, like indescript on offense, but seven assists. He still, mm-hmm. you know, he was active, more active than usual. I'm going to give him credit there. There were some connective plays that he made. But to your point, Nico will get a shot. And I think that yeah. that is something that I know you want to see him play now. And I, fans should want to see him play because every time he's played, he showed us little something that makes us yeah. say, damn, like, let's see more. But right. for now, I think Spo really has to figure out a rotation he can trust just in the interim to get them a few victories. Mm-hmm. And then I think you'll see maybe he'll get a shot later on uh, because this team looked more connected than they had in a while. And that's going to lead in to the next segment that we have as we get into the play, the A aggressive play of the night. And now it's time for the Insurance by Lynette Play of the Night, sponsored by insurancebylynette.com and A Aggressive Insurance Agency. You can reach out to our friend Lynette at 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800 or insurancebylynette.com. That's insurancebylynette.com with two N's and two T's. Your best play for auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, condo insurance, life insurance, or a retirement program. Reach out to Lynette at insurancebylynette.com. Thank you to insurancebylynette.com. You know what the play of the night is? It has nothing to do with one singular play. It's that when you look up and down this roster, these dudes were passing the damn basketball. They shot 60% on 48 made field goals. They had 35 assists eternal. There were guys across the roster, starting with Tyler Hero with nine assists, only three turnovers. He almost had his triple-double, as you mentioned earlier. But also, Kyle with seven. Duncan with six. Right. Jay Rich with five. Jaquez with three, which I think, like, ultimately, too, he had a great game today. We should definitely give him some love as we uh, yeah. try to get to every player that played tonight. But the passing, to me, was a huge part of tonight. Still, mm-hmm. they got a lot to clean up on tur- with the turnovers. Still 19 turnovers. That has to come down by about five for this to really, yeah. really work. But I loved the uh, unselfish play of these guys. Uh, what else about the offense did you like um, as we talk about the plays of the night, which were really just a ton of great basketball plays from this team, at least offensively? Yeah. So, I mean, Washington isn't a great defensive team, but one of the things we have been talking about for the last couple of days and really the week is we have been seeing way less ball and player movement from the Heat. And I think we saw more of that, right? We didn't see it the entire game, but I think we saw more of that tonight. And that's evident of the passing numbers, right? So it wasn't like someone had like just a ridiculous playmaker night. Um, Like you said, um, we had six assists from Duncan Robinson um, and five from Josh and three from Hawkins off the bench. These guys, right, that's huge, right? So not only did you get a lot of scoring off the bench, but you got some assists off the bench as well. And so that means that um, guys were moving and not being stagnant on offense. So I think that is a plus. Obviously, contextually, you got to think about the team that they're playing. But if they can keep this up, um, I think that that spells great for the Heat. You're right. And I think that that's where we're going to kind of close out the show here in that 
there's a lot of good that came out of tonight. Right. And we can definitely hone in on those things. And we have. And we probably should give them even more love. But truthfully, this is a post-game show, and we're trying to get it to you quickly. Um, and and you guys know who were the stars of the show. Shout out to Tyler, Jimmy, Bam, Haywood Highsmith, Duncan Robinson, Jay Rich, Hawkes. Everyone contributed. Thomas Bryan had a good game. But we're kind of in this phase where it's do it again. And you're on right, your home yeah. floor. You got LA next. And it will be interesting to see how they approach that game because they have to stack up victories. This is a situation where they've started out ugly. And this was a good step in the right direction. But you said it, Eternal. Washington is not a very good defensive team. They're not a very good team at and all. They almost slipped. If, we, if we're being honest, they almost slipped at the end. But it did get weird. You're right yeah. about that. And so, so to that point, we're not going to rest on our laurels and try to uh, hope traffic, even though I'm the one that hope traffics the most. I think Eternal would agree with me that this is not a night where we're necessarily hope trafficking, but we're also not going to tell you that it's not a good step in the right direction because these right. guys obviously looked more connected than they had in a while. Jimmy had a better game. And Tyler, if he keeps playing like this, I mean, damn, the statistics are starting to show in ways where his game is really growing uh, so all good things there. Any night the Heat shoots 60%, it's probably going to be good. 48% from three. They win the rebounding battle by seven. Win 121-114. We're going to close out the show with the Eric Rubenstein injury report. Give it to you now. And now it's time for the official five on the floor injury report sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the personal injury attorney born and raised in Lauderdale, Florida, lives in Miami, went to St. Thomas. He's a South Florida guy and a huge Miami Heat fan. But the important thing is he can help you get your money that you deserve when something happens to you. So reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Again, ericrubenstein.com or ask about me. I got you on Instagram. And now... The injury report. Injury report. So Caleb Martin was out. That was basically the only guy missing. Yeah. Everyone else appeared available. Eternal. Jovic didn't play. Kevin Love didn't play. So he went from starter to completely out of the rotation. He's a guy who's going to be able to handle that. Yeah. Shout, Orlando shout Robinson, no minutes. Drew Smith, no minutes. I think everyone's happy with that. Um, it looks like. I don't know when Caleb's going to play again, but I hope that they're cautious enough that they just uh, let some of these other guys like Hawkes, maybe Nico, get a chance here as we go along. If, if guys need a little extra breather here or there, or there's foul trouble because I thought Caleb Martin did not look right when he did play. So I hope that they hold him out. But the injury report is cleaner than usual, and we're going to knock on wood and hope that it stays that way Yeah. again. Uh, thank you for joining us, Eternal. Thank you for uh, tapping in on tonight's Five on the Floor. We got you covered on the Miami Heat's 121-114 victory. They win their first game of the in-season tournament. These are the play-in games. They'll play each team twice, once at home, once on the road. They get their first game of the tournament. I'm Greg Sylvander. That's Eternal. Thank you for joining us. Have a great night.
spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.